Trevor Ben's shite-sized chunks. You know, people say you should steer away from certain subjects. Mm -hmm. Religion and politics. They're the big two. Now, we don't talk politics, you know, too often, do we? You do sometimes. I I do. I try and shut you up, but (laughs) it doesn't work. All right, what about religion? Should we steer clear of that? Uh, I'm not bothered. I don't, uh, well, I don't have a religion, so I'm good. All right. Unless, of course, you find my personal Facebook profile, which uh, apparently I'm still a Christian. Are you? I haven't touched that Facebook profile in a while. No, when did you put that in? Uh, I can't remember. It's been it's been many years. Were you uh, still tambourined up? <laughs> I must have been. <laughs> well, uh, I'm... Uh... I'm happy for people to believe whatever they want to believe. Oh, yeah, live and let live. But leave me alone. (laughs) So this morning, I admit I was up a little bit late this morning. I had a bit of a late night last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Don't don't look at me like that. (laughs) Nothing like that at all. Just drink. (laughs) Just drinking late into the night. And I didn't have to be up early this morning, so I thought, it doesn't matter. So I was just sort of waking. I was just going through that really sleepy, yawny phase. And the doorbell went. Now, I'm waiting for a very important package. Oh, yeah. Yes. A Darth Maul outfit. For the bedroom or just... <laughs> no, no, for a party. <laughs> oh, okay. Hasn't arrived yet. Party Saturday. It's not coming, is it? Is Darth Maul the one with the big red head with the black stripes? That's the one. I yeah. See, I know Star Wars. Yeah, you see. So, are you going to do all this sort of face paint and stuff with it? No, it's a mask. Oh, bit of a uh, cop-out, isn't it? No, it, uh, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. The doorbell's gone. I'm going to rush down the stairs because that's my Darth Maul outfit. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> and you know what it's like when you jump out of bed mm. and you, you know, you just got your pants on. Yeah. And you have to run down the stairs trying to put a t-shirt on and some shorts and something. So I open the door. I look very bedraggled. Okay. Having run down the stairs. I'm still a bit sleepy. I sort of go, hello. And I'm expecting there to be a cheery postman go, parcel for you, Mr. Smith wasn't there's a man standing there with a bible in his hand oh and he said to me oh good morning we're just going around the neighborhood to ask one question i thought one question (laughs) here we go he said where do you turn to in times of need drugs and alcohol (laughs) i said to him you're going to talk to me about church aren't you (laughs) he said to me he said "Mm, all right i won't talk to you about church Right. So I thought, oh, good, he's going to go. I've got rid of him. I've found the answer. Just go. And then he goes, but let me ask you again. In times of need, where do you turn? Mm. I say, oh, I don't know, friends, family. He went, oh, okay. It's quite a good answer, really. It's not bad, is no, it? It's I fine. Thought, Surely you'll leave me alone now. <laughs> then he says to me, have you ever thought of turning to the Bible? Ooh. I said, no. <laughs> he said, well, why not? I said, because uh, I don't believe in the Bible. It's a lovely story for children. Hang on a minute. He said, why not? Yes. I thought he had one question. <laughs> I know. He's already broken the contract. Yeah. I mean, we had, an, we had a verbal agreement when he knocked on the door that there was going to be one question. Yeah. We're already into two. <laughs> so he says, he says, have you ever turned to it? I said, no. And then he says to me, this was the thing he said, let me ask you this. We're into a third question. Yeah. We're into a third. He said, you live in this house. I said, yes, I do. He said, when this house was built, do you think there were builders building it? There were plans for the property. Hmm. And I said, yes, I would guess there were, because otherwise it'd be a bit random, wouldn't it? Yeah, what's your point here, mate? (laughs) He said, said, well, don't you think that that's like the universe? How you hadn't slammed the door in this guy's face by now? now? Now, it all turned a little bit awkward. Okay. When he said to me, 
Because if somebody had said that to me, I would look at them and think they're crazy. I thought, you are now knocking on my door, waking me up, breaking all kinds of codes of (laughs) of politeness and courtesy on my doorstep. Not to mention the question promise. Exactly. And now you are effectively calling me crazy. (laughs) I'm not liking this. No. So then he says to me, so what, do you think it all came from a big bang? I said, yes. Yes, I do. And And then he says... He's got his mate who's standing in the background, by the way. He's not saying much no. at this stage. He's, I think his mate's probably the scared one. Right. He's probably thinking, I'm not getting too near the door because that's within range of being hit, kicked, or having the door mm. slammed in your face. So, so he's standing back. He now tries to bring this man in because, as I say, he says to me, so you think it comes from the Big Bang? So do you think it was all just chaos? And, you know, that now this beautifully balanced universe we have isn't god made and i said well i think there was a big bang and it was chaos for billions and billions of years but evolution and gravity and science (laughs) i'm imagining you having this conversation first thing in the morning (laughs) has shown that order can come of chaos he then it's a shame this is audio because he then did that face that again reiterated his thinking that i'm the crazy one (laughs) he turns to his friend and says I've never heard of that, have you? What do you mean you've never heard of it? (laughs) Surely this is a well-known theory of the start of the Cayman universe, isn't it? Yeah, and wasn't it him that brought up the Big Bang? Yes, I didn't bring it up. (laughs) Then the quiet one pipes up. He's going, no, I've never heard of this. I think I've got two idiots on the doorstep now. And then he says to me, did you know that there's a lot in common in the Bible and science? They kind of work together. At this point... I said to him, yes, I'm sure there are, but I haven't got time to stand around here talking (laughs) to you all day. I've got to go. And the man said, well, it's very nice to meet you. Thank you. Goodbye. It hasn't been nice to meet you. (laughs) Ta-ta. Trev and Ben. I bought a new game this week. You bought a new game? Yeah. Because you're into your games, aren't you? I am. Now, what's this? Is this some sort of violent, terrorising game? evil computer-based game that's going to cause carnage amongst teenagers. It's a computer-based game. Okay. Uh, It's a cooking game. A cooking game? Yeah. It's called Overcooked. Overcooked. All right, well, this doesn't sound too violent. And all that happens is... It's like the Great British Bake Off for 8-bit. You you race against the clock to get out as many orders as you can. You've got to prepare the orders, cook the orders, then get them out, then wash the plates, then get the next order on, and so it goes. Sounds fascinating. You know what? I would have knocked it too before I tried it. But it's really good fun. Now, and games are quite expensive. How much did you pay for this game? Uh, very reasonable. A mere £12. A mere £12 yep. to sit down and pretend you're cooking and washing up when yes. you could actually be doing that for real. <laughs> the full experience in your own house for free. Yeah, you could, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, but the, the other thing about this game, it has uh, multiplayer functionality. Wow. So I can play with my wife. Can you? We can pretend to cook together. Wow. Well, this is this must bring a marriage so much closer together. Yeah. Um, as I was confirming the twelve pound transaction to Microsoft for this game, yeah. I had no idea I had just purchased the first major test of my marriage. I see. Yes. <laughs> Such a small amount to pay. I know. So basically you can fly through the levels and pass them and that's fine but the competitor in me noticed that you can actually get a three-star rating on every single level okay and the completionist in me didn't want to just pass the level with low scores and move on to the next one i want a three-star every single level are these michelin stars or something oh maybe that's what they're supposed to no i don't think so no okay so 
I wanted to get, and and you really have to be quite good to get three stars on every level. So it requires a lot of organisation. And when she drops a bowl of onions on the floor and it slows me down, or she sets the oven on fire when I'm trying to get the burrito out, or <laughs> she's put mushroom on my pizza when it's supposed to have sausage, I, I tend to uh, lose my rag because it started off quite amicable, lose quite your friendly. rag, it's a game. I know, it started off playing together oh isn't this fun darling isn't yes. this isn't this a cute game <laughs> this is fun we're having fun together yeah ended up with me screaming i i think it all started going south when i started demanding she called me chef right when yeah. i started saying no 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 yes yes chef yes the chef, chef is how you address me <laughs> i think I, I might be wrong but i think you might be taking this just a little bit too seriously i might be but then she started taking it seriously as well like when instead of asking me to take the bowl over to be served, she'd start clapping at me and shouting service. Now, <laughs> so you know, you're starting she, to put tickets on the wall as well now. <laughs> so she started escalating things, but um, I don't know whether what I should do now because we're nearly finished with the game. But I don't know if my marriage can withstand it anymore. Well, there's only one answer in there. What's that? Got to get Gordon Ramsay in. He'll sort <laughs> out. I, I think I might be a bit ruder than him. When really? Comes, yeah. When it comes down to it, yeah. Wow. I did have to walk out of the room for about five minutes the other night when she as I say I think she set fire to a, a bowl of onion soup and I, <laughs> how can you set fire to a bowl of onion even in a computer my, game you sound like me <laughs> this is me last night this is my problem <laughs> so um, what's the outcome of the game what, do you, what are you aiming for to run a successful restaurant what's the deal to get as many orders out in a short period of time in order to get the highest score possible to get three stars on the level okay simple as that so where are you at now we have we've reached the final boss and i don't know how this is going to start because i haven't played it yet but um we're, we're fit to kill each other okay so how many stars have you got on each thing so far you got the full three we have three starred every single level we're done okay and you've been married for uh, just over two years okay now let's uh, let's equate two years to uh six levels of a game mm. When you got married you were there three stars <laughs> full on two years in level six how many stars? Uh, I'd say we're, we're about half. Mm, it's not good, is no. it? No. <laughs> Trevor Ben's Shite Size Chunks. Are you a fiddler? I beg your pardon? Are you a fiddler? Do you like to fiddle? Um, with musical instruments? With with myself? With <laughs> What me? are you talking about? No, just in general. I, I, I'm, te- I'm a terrible fiddler. And I don't mean it musically. Okay. I mean, I probably would be. I've oh, never you picked mean up you, a fiddle in my life. You tinker with things, is what you mean. <laughs> yes. You know, so if I'm sitting talking to somebody, I'll have to, I'll generally be fiddling with a pen. Or yeah. uh, I'm terrible with a bit of blue tack. I love a bit of blue tack. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I, if I've got a bit of blue tack, that's days of entertainment for me. I like to make blue tack animals. Do you? Hmm. Do you know what I like to do? I like to make blue tack cubes. Oh, why? Just because that's quite... <laughs> it's just Yes, quite, it's quite what? It's quite an amazing thing to make out of it, isn't it? To, to something so squishy, to get a good, solid cube shape. It must something be hard quite to get sat- the edge on it. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's the skill. That's why it's so satisfying to get a cube. <laughs> And then the other thing is obviously a ball. Get a nice ball. Mm. Um, That's easy. That's just rolling it in your hands. Yeah, but to get it nice and smooth and, you know, to get all the little kinks out. Well, your birthday's coming up, isn't it? I know. A bit of blue tack. I'm a happy <laughs> man. So I'm, I'm a terrible fiddler. Uh, and, and I doodle as well. Are you mm. a doodler? Mm, can do, yeah. If ever I'm on the phone 
and I've got a pen and paper in front of me, I will doodle while I'm talking. I'm not very good at cartoons, so I, I sort of stick to asterisks and squares and circles yeah, and triangles. Yeah. Again, I like to do a cube, a 3D cube mm. when I'm doodling. And I do have, um, I do have a couple of uh, little faces that I'll always do. You know, with a bit of spiky hair, little mm. face. I like to do a profile, a face in profile as well. What's the point of all of this? Because I am such a fiddler, it annoys some people. So I was with someone the other day and I just picked up um, in my house, as I've got some uh, recording equipment, there was just a little bit of metal from uh, one of the microphone stands. And I, I just picked it up and I just spent probably half an hour talking to my mate, just throwing it up in the air, just rolling it around flicking it from one hand to the other. And in the end, you would just put that down, will you? Yeah, that would have wound me up as well, I think. <laughs> really annoying me. And I don't know what it is, whether it gives me some sort of comfort. Right. I don't know. Is it insecurity that you can't look somebody in the eye when you're talking to them? I think it might be, or whether it just gives me... I don't know whether it helps me think. I don't know. You know when you kind of almost look at yourself? You sort of... You're, you're in the middle of something and you almost see yourself. And you think, what are you doing? Mm. Now, the other night, I was on the phone to you. And we were having quite a serious, in-depth conversation. I remember. And um, whilst we were talking, I'll admit to you, I was fiddling. <sighs> what, was this, can I not keep your attention? <laughs> As I say, it's just a habit. Now, I, I want to show you what I was fiddling with. Okay. I was fiddling with this. Now, right. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's an aubergine. It's an aubergine. What? I'm glad you said it's an aubergine. How can you fiddle with an aubergine? <laughs> what I was doing... Do, do I want to know? What I was doing was I was... I, I'll try and show you. It obviously doesn't work very well on uh, on radio or on a podcast. But I, I was sort of doing this. I was sort of throwing it and flipping it in the air and catching it again. Right. As I was, it makes a very satisfying noise. Sort of quite firm, rigid <laughs> yeah. noise. But... <laughs> I'm in your house while you're yes. waving an aubergine at me. The thing is, I want to Is the actually... door locked? <laughs> Can I get out? I want to actually tell you about this uh, aubergine. Oh, there's a story to it. <laughs> yes. The reason I had the aubergine, and I wasn't sure whether it was an aubergine or a courgette, in all honesty with you, because I'd forgotten what it was. <laughs> I, I was with my mum the other day, and she said, uh, and uh, as I said, I'd forgotten, but as you reminded me, it's an aubergine. I now know that she said aubergine. She said, Trev, do you, do you like aubergines? And I said, uh, I said, yeah. So then just as I was leaving her house, she said, I've got something for you. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, well, that's nice. Yeah. And she plonks this in my hand. <laughs> she said, all the neighbours got an allotment, brought you loads of these. Yeah. So I brought it home and went, oh, thanks very much. And um, I've been looking at it ever since because, yes, I like them, but I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you know, you won't believe me, and probably no one else listening will believe me, the only last week, my dad sent me home with an aubergine. <laughs> really? Yes. What did you do with it? Uh, it's still sat on the kitchen counter because exactly. I have no idea. Exactly. And all I've found is that it's quite... I've, I've actually discovered just now it's quite a nice pointing stick. <laughs> I can point this in your direction and make a very good point. Yeah, yeah, it might be fun to point, but it's not too fun to be pointed at with it. <laughs> the thing is, the longer I've held onto it without doing anything with it, it's becoming more limp. Also, yeah, I was going to say, can you put it away? It's making me feel quite insecure. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, I'm a fiddler and I shouldn't really be fiddling with fruit. No. Or veg. Is it a fruit or a veg? A veg. Is it a veg? Surely. Right. So it's definitely an aubergine. Yeah. Or is it a courgette? Or is it? I have no idea what it is. I don't <laughs> know what sure. it is. I don't know what to do with it. Trev and Ben.
And that's it for this week's Shite Size Chunks. By the way, we'll be back with our live show on Sunday the 18th of September. Hooray! Very exciting. Uh, you can get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trevor Ben. And we'll be back next week with another podcast. Trevor Ben's Shite Size Chunks. Shite Size Chunks. <laughs>